One argument that I'm constantly hearing at the firehouse is education versus experience. There seems to be two camps of people. You can either believe that experience should be what matters most, or education should hold the most weight. When it comes to hiring and promoting, we should be taking both into consideration, not one or the other. We should be seeking out individuals who have harnessed a good balance of the two, or at least working toward it. In today's episode, I'll talk about the benefits as well as the drawbacks of both, why we shouldn't discount education right off the bat, and what we can do as individuals to harness an education that not only interests us, but establishes us as an asset and not a liability. We feel like it's up to us to hold the line as we light the spark within ourselves. It comes from way deep down inside. We're so sick of the status quo. We are here to let you know. Unaddressed problems are a liability. Core values, the brotherhood you need. Accountability. Ignited, we stand. Ignited, we fall. Remember, if you see a need, own it and take action. Ignited, we stand. Ignited, we fall. Be the ideal firefighter. You want on your crew. Be ignited. I don't know about you all out there, but this argument has become more and more prevalent within my own organization education versus experience. Way back in episode 19, when I was first getting things started with this podcast, I talked about education versus experience. I talked about how education increases professionalism, demands a higher form of thinking, how it helps us improve our ability to communicate, and how learning new things helps improve or maintain our mental health. And this may sound like I'm being a hardcore education advocate here and completely dismissing experience. But what I really discovered throughout my own experience and education is that these two things are two sides of the same coin. However, today's episode puts a heavy emphasis on becoming educated. Basically, I want you to come away from this with a desire to learn something new. To me, there's no clear winner when it comes to arguing what's more important, education versus experience. To me, they're the same thing, just taking a different form. When a person learns a trade, let's say like framing houses, you learn a lot about communicating with other people in order to get the job done right. You have to have a working practical knowledge of mathematics and even angles. You've got to be able to physically do the job, and it's not an easy one. You forge endurance in the hot sun, uh, when the heat is radiating off of the ground you're working on. I mean, framing roofs in Arizona is no joke. But you become resourceful in the materials you use and how you use your time. All of this is an education of sorts that can honestly only be obtained through jumping in and letting the experience teach you all it can. On the other side of that, if you don't have practical experience but a formal education, you still have to learn a lot of the same things. Maybe not in the same way, but you definitely learn how to communicate with others effectively. You have to learn how to navigate the bureaucratic system that is formal education. And trust me, when I was going through my four-year degree at ASU, uh, my counselor was suggesting that I take a Chinese music class, which doesn't seem all that crazy, right? Except for 
I was going to school for a fire service administration program, basically a, a business degree, but geared more towards the fire service. So that didn't really equate or have any relation to what I was doing. She was just trying to satisfy a credit demand. And I'm like, you know, can't I take something that's relative to what it is I'm actually doing instead of taking some random Chinese music class? It was like Chinese music theory, I think. It wasn't even like instruments or anything like that. It's kind of weird. Um, I'm not knocking on people who want Chinese music theory, but what I'm saying is it didn't relate to anything I was trying to do. It didn't relate to my goal in any way. So ultimately, I took a step back from even talking to the inept counselors there and navigated my own path. I sat down for hours and tried to figure out what credits would satisfy what or what classes would satisfy what credits and how I could make those classes more relatable to what the heck it was that I was doing and what I was working towards and that I wasn't wasting my time or money because I'm sure as hell not going to pay what $600 for a Chinese music theory class just to satisfy some credits. I want to get something out of it. I think of my education as an investment and Chinese music theory is not an investment to me. So anyway, moving on. If you're paying for your own education yourself like I did, then you learn to be resourceful with your money and your supplies. You don't go out and blow your entire loan on frivolous things like, you know, pizza and beer and computers and speakers and all this other crap. You're just digging yourself deeper into debt. You have to learn how to balance your time spent on educational pursuits without losing your identity of who you are, and you've got to be willing to go out with friends once in a while or else you go crazy. You may be asking yourself what all of this has to do with a fire service or EMS. Well, I'm getting to that. My point in recording this episode is to encourage you to become educated, period. Regardless of whether you're just starting out to test with fire departments or you've been doing the job for 20 years, I'm telling you, right now is the time to learn something new. And let's talk about why. The benefits. The benefits to a formal education are, and in my understanding, expanded understanding, specialization in a specific field, broader understanding in general, and formal credentials that establish you as an authority in that thing. I'm sure you all can think of more than that, but what I'm getting at here is that there are a myriad of reasons as to why you should seek out an education. And I'm not just talking about college university degrees here either. I'm talking about local and national certifications, uh, community college classes. There are plenty. I, I mentioned national certifications. There are plenty of national certifications out there for fire service leaders, as well as base, baseline, like on duty level certifications like fire instructor or fire investigator, something that's going to put like a feather in your cap. And think about it. All of us who are currently on the job have had to go through some kind of formal education to get there. High school diploma or GED, then community college level courses like firefighter one and two. And some people don't utilize their community college to get their firefighter one and two. And they just do it when they get hired on. And there's nothing wrong with that. But, uh, you know, we all understand that's the whole reason the academy exists, right? It's a form of education. However, I had my firefighter one and two already done by the time I was trying to get hired on. So when opportunity came knocking, I was ready. 
Was I willing to go through it all again for the sake of living my dream job? Absolutely I was. But at the same time, I wanted to be a shiny new asset to those looking at my credentials. I wanted to be able to bring things to the table and not just cost my employer money for everything that I wanted to pursue in the future. I wanted to show up locked and loaded. So when I tested with an organization that required Firefighter 1 and 2 to be completed already, I was ready to hit the ground running, and that's exactly what happened. I got hired full-time and went through a seven-week academy rather than a normal full 16-week academy. I was able to get on the truck quicker and start living my dream that much sooner. Those of us who are paramedics know what it was like to go through a formal education system in order to achieve a specific certification. The majority of people who are firefighters are at the very least EMTs, paramedic being the more advanced level of care, obviously. So we have all experienced going through that system and testing process. Now, typically you can earn your associate's degree while going through paramedic school. And this is kind of a newer thing. Um, Back when I went through paramedic school, it wasn't necessarily credentialed for college credit, but most programs are now. Uh, They're accredited through local community colleges. And when you complete the program, not only will you be a certified paramedic, assuming that you pass your state and national tests, but you'll walk out of it with a college degree as well. It's like a two for one. You'll walk out of it with an associate's degree. Jumping back to my Chinese music class story, let's say that Chinese music theory is something that really spoke to me and I decided to pursue a degree in that thing, or music theory was my thing, right? Does that in any way relate to or help me look like an asset to any fire department agency that might be thinking of hiring me? No, it doesn't. Does it speak a lot to diversity? Yeah. However, If you want to live your dream as a firefighter, then you shouldn't be wasting your time or money with frivolous pursuits like Chinese music theory or underwater basket weaving or whatever else you want to throw in there. Yes, there is value in those things, but they are relative to the path that you're trying to forge for yourself. Those things can come later as a luxury when you've established yourself in your career. There are a lot of different types of degrees out there and degree programs. You should find something that you're interested in, but that can directly apply to your sought-after career. And I'm not speaking just to the fire service people either. Uh, I know there are numerous people who listen to this podcast who aren't in the fire service and are taking the things that I'm saying and, and applying it to their corporate world. And that's totally fine. That's exactly what I want you to be able to do. I want you to be able to kind of plug and play. But Like I'm saying, you want to make sure that you're interested in that program and that it applies to your sought-after career. A lot of fire service organizations out there will offer tuition reimbursement for classes that you take. However, there's the caveat that they'll reimburse you only if the class directly relates to your work at the fire department. So don't expect your Chinese music theory class to get approved for reimbursement. Just saying. Some of the drawbacks to uh, education. And yes, there are some drawbacks to getting a formal education. The biggest one I can think of is debt. Don't equate spending money on education as negative though. I don't. I see it as an investment. However, accumulating mountains of debt is not the way to go. 
To this I say, have a plan going into it. Don't just sign up and wing it and then sign at the dotted line for all kinds of loans and whatnot. There are a lot of scholarships out there, and especially for niche groups like firefighters. Do your recon before you just jump into something. Have a plan and stick to it. It's just like how we operate on the fire ground, right? How, how we operate in EMS scenarios. We have to look at the thing that we're trying to accomplish, uh, you know, putting the fire out. We have to establish a plan and then put that plan into action. And then if that plan's not working, we make changes and then we take action based on those changes. And we keep doing that until our goal is achieved. And that's a, almost the exact same approach you should take when it comes to education. Ultimately, this episode is my way of encouraging you to start making moves toward learning something new. Doesn't it have to be an entire degree program? No. But there are a lot of different things out there that you can enroll in to help yourself become more of an asset to your crew and your organization. Personally, I make it a goal of mine to take a new class, earn a new certification, or complete some kind of educational process every year. Last year, it was an online course on how to create clear messages in marketing your business. The year before that, I learned or I earned my nutrition coach certification through Precision Nutrition. The year before that, it was a leadership challenge that I partook of. You should feel accomplished as long as you're doing something to enhance your understanding or your ability. Don't be the guy who's been there for 20 years and doesn't have a college degree or some kind of special certification. You spend a third of your life at the firehouse over a span of 20 plus years. You can't spend 10% of your time earning a degree, especially when your organization offers tuition reimbursement. That's just laziness. And that, that's a no-brainer to me. It's a free education, basically. All you have to do is the work. And that's what a lot of guys are afraid of. But understand this. If you want to promote to anything above um, firefighter, engineer, I'm not even sure if lieutenant requires uh, degree programs. But I know for a fact that company officer, the captain level, requires a degree of some kind. I know they do in the region that I work anyway. So to come into your career with that already locked and loaded is amazing. And it makes you look shiny, new, makes you look interesting. You, you look diverse. You look like a go-getter. You've learned all of these things coming into your profession so you can hit the ground running. And you don't have to sit around and, and then 20 years later decide, or 15 years later decide, oh, I think I'll test for captain now. And then guess what? Before you do that, you better start and finish your two-year degree so that puts you even further away from your goal. Why not just do the work on the front end, for real? Like, do the work on the front end and, and set yourself up for success. It's like those, it's like those paramedics who, uh, who are so amped to get an IV that they don't do any prep work uh, on scene. They don't do any prep work in regards to, like, preparing their flush, preparing their IV solution bag, getting all that stuff prepped before they poke the skin, right? They just want to jab the skin, get the IV. And then meanwhile, people are bleeding out and then they look around frantically thinking or saying, somebody get me a flush, somebody get me a, you know, um, an IV tubing, somebody spike a bag, do all this stuff. And they're causing even more chaos when they could have just done the work on the front end, taking care of business 
before they even thought about penetrating the skin. Anyway, learn something new. Gain a new perspective. Obtain a new practical skill. Learn a new language. There are so many ways to learn new things now. The internet offers a crazy amount of resources, so you can pretty much learn anything, anything you want. So there's really no excuse to not always be learning something. Can you take a class on glass blowing? Sure, but I'd encourage you to invest in education that will help you become more of an asset to your profession. Maybe glass blowing would be a fun date night or something that you're genuinely interested in. And even though it doesn't directly relate to what it is you do for a profession, there's a lot to say about taking a class like that and mental health. However, the moral of this story here is always be learning something new. And if you want to compound your level of being an asset, focus your learning on practical application to your profession. I can't help but think of the scene in my favorite movie, 300, where King Leonidas looks at the Athenians who hope to join the fight against the Persians. And as admirable as their motives are, they brought a lot of liabilities to the fight. They, they brought a lot of people who are potters and sculptors and blacksmiths. And when Leonidas turns to his men and asks them, Spartans, what is your profession? The answer is in unison. It's strong. And it's obvious that they are warriors. And they have spent their lives honing their minds and their bodies to perform what it is that they're expected to do and that their culture demands of them. So what does the fire service culture demand of us? That we are fit, that we are mentally capable, and that we are able to do the job, right? So we do that by learning new things and executing our, our actions based on those things we've learned. So what's something new you've learned? What online courses do you recommend? I'm always eager to hear your thoughts. I want to know what's out there. What are you guys learning? How are you learning it? Are you learning it online? Are you taking classes locally? What is it you're doing to expand perspective? I would love to have a dialogue on this, so I'm inviting you to join the conversation in the Ignited Firefighter Podcast Facebook group. I love hearing what you have to say. I love having a dialogue. So join the group, contribute, and connect with those of us who are looking to level up. And as always... Thank you so much for listening to the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. And until next time, if you see a need, own it and take action. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited.